This is Mr. Biz Radio, sponsored by Capital Plus. Over the next half hour, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, a two-time national best-selling author and leading business advisor, will cover topics that help business owners operate their businesses more profitably and more efficiently. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, this program is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. All right, all right. Welcome to another uh, episode I'm already starting off bad here. Another episode of Mr. Biz Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. And we are brought to you by the good folks at Capital Plus. As you just heard, Capital Plus unlocks your capital and unleashes your business potential. They create customized financial solutions for growing businesses nationwide. All right, guys. So, again, I say this all the time, but I say this in a good way, is I'm always trying to bring you different topics, guests who have expertise in different areas. And our guest today will definitely fulfill uh, each of those uh, requirements and desires that I have for guests. And uh, so this guy started out. So first of all, I should tell you, um, I actually was on, he has a podcast and I was on his podcast. And um, at some point or another during each of his podcasts, um, his 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 famous slash infamous tagline is on Bob Clark. Damn it. So uh, Bob Clark is our guest this, <laughs> this week on Mr. Biz Radio. And so Bob's going to tell us a little bit about his background, but th- here's the interesting part. Well, there's several interesting parts, but he went from being a political consultant, political consultant, geez, I'm tongue tied today to now he is like Mr. Podcast guy. Um, and he's going to teach us. And that's what we're going to cover in this, in the third segment where we always pick the brain of our guest. He's going to tell us how to use podcasting to get people into one-on-ones quickly, to shorten that sales cycle for all of us. Um, and so he's got a really interesting approach that he uses. So without further to, uh, without further ado, damn it, Bob Clark, welcome to the show. Oh, Ken, are you there? Yeah, yeah I'm here. <laughs> okay, yeah, my headset just burnt for a second there. I apologize about that. Oh, no worries, no worries. Excellent. So how are you doing today? I am doing absolutely fantastic. I'm excited to have you on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. I'm really excited to be here as well. So um, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about this this background. So uh, how first of all, how did you get into be a uh, being a political cons- consultant? First of all, how, let's start with that. So it was a funny story. So I'm in I, I'm in my mid twenties. I'm at a co- you know, a college group at my church, mm-hmm. and someone walks up to me and says, "Hey, sign this petition. I'll make money." <laughs> and I'm like, well, "What's the petition about?" It says, "Who cares? I'll make money." I'm like, "Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I like the person, so I signed him there." And they said, great, I signed three petitions, I just made $3. And so I started going in my head, I'm processing, wait a minute here, if you do 10 of those an hour, which is one every six minutes, that's 30 bucks an hour. That's pretty good money. Mm-hmm. And so what happened was, is I said, are they hiring? And they said, yeah, sure. So went in, applied for the job, got it. And really with that type of job, because it was one of those high turnover jobs, because it's very stressful. Mm-hmm. So it was really easy to get into it there. Um, started learning the, the route of how to do it there was making probably about 60 an hour because there's different little tricks you can do different areas. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my supervisor, he had to be let go because of some like, you know, basically little re- reasons there. So I started doing his job, uh, two weeks in told my boss said, Hey, I'm doing his, been doing his job for two weeks. I want the raise. <laughs> Gave, yeah, basically that point there yeah. uh, gave me the raise. And so then uh, within basically all of a sudden I have a crew of 500 people all over the state of Colorado that I'm making sure do all the work. Wow. And that's how I got. And li- li- so literally when I say it jumped into my lap, you know, I, I never I never studied it in college. I have no family connections, nothing like that. Just literally fell into my lap. 
So how long did you do that for? I did that for about six years. Oh, really? Okay. Awesome. And, and yeah, it wasn't, that wasn't just, then I started getting into the consulting side, you're working with campaigns, doing all that stuff there mm-hmm. and then did that for six years. Wow. Interesting. So no background, no family history in it, n- no academic background in it, but just, you know, None. complete happenstance. And then look, it turns into a, a six year, uh, six year piece of your career. Yep. So what happened was is that again, one of the things is that I, I have a rule that unless we're a really close friend, I don't talk political like opinions, mm-hmm. but everything that you're seeing right now in the media, whether you're on the right or the left, like all the CEO vitriol was behind the scenes already. And so I saw that it was becoming to a point where it was going to get really, really nasty. It's like, you know what? I need to leave this industry. Yeah, I don't blame you. I, I don't blame you at all. It's 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 you're right. I, and I'm, I have the same policy. I, I don't talk politics and I stay stay absolutely away from it on social media. Um, not only obviously on any business accounts I have, but even on my like my personal Facebook uh, page that I, you know, basically just have, you know, family and some pretty close friends on even that. And if I, you know, I'm sure everyone out there can relate. I've got folks, you know, and frankly, one of them's a family member that I just blocked on Facebook. Like, I just don't want to see that crap. I'm, I get on Facebook too, and I'm sure you can appreciate this, Bob. I want to see like dumb animal videos and cute cats yeah. and funny dogs and funny little kids saying profanities and curse words and things like that. Yep. I don't want to read, you know, some extreme left or extreme right or, you know, there's just too much because inevitably all it takes is one person, right? Whether it's right or left that posts something extreme. And what do they get below that? Right. You get someone on the other side who says, Oh, this, and then they start firing back and forth. It's like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to, you know, I don't get on social media to see that kind of stuff. Um, so I just block you know, actually, them. I have a funny, a funny story about that just kind of prove that it proves what Facebook does. They just want you to engage with content. Mm-hmm. They, you have that part there. So one of the congressional districts in Colorado is uh, very, very liberal. And I had friends in there that were on the conservative side. And they kept posting how their guy was going to win the congressional seat. And they kept seeing posts about how their guy was going to win the congressional seat. And they're all excited. We're finally going to switch it from blue to red. Yay, yay, yay. <laughs> Election happens. The, the Republican gets slaughtered. I mean, it, it was a bloodbath in the voting numbers. And they were all shocked. He said, but everything I saw on Facebook of people in the area said they were voting for my guy. <laughs> so Facebook, Facebook wants it to where you're engaging content. So if you want to circle jerk about your political opinions, you're going to see stuff you agree with. If you want to constantly disagree with everyone and have a huge fight, you're going to see stuff on the opposite end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Uh, absolutely. Uh, like I said, I, I literally, <laughs> along those lines, I have a, a a friend, and I don't. I'm pretty sure he doesn't listen to the show. And if he does, it's okay, actually. But um, I, I literally told my wife, I said, to continue being real life friends with him, I cannot be Facebook friends with him anymore. <laughs> Use the unfollow feature. Unfollow yes, unfollow makes it much easier. They they know that you didn't block them. They just wonder why you're not engaging with their stuff if they even care. Yeah, yeah, no, I, that's exactly what I did. Uh, exactly what I did. I just again, I can't. I, I don't want to take either extreme side of it. Like I said, I, I'm on there to, and I've got family that's all over the country and some people in other, other countries and all that stuff. And so being able to keep up with them is, is part of what I'm on Facebook for not to, not to get into all the. Yeah, you know. I, I completely agree. And anyone who thinks that anyone who posts on Facebook thinks that they're doing political engagement, is completely wrong. Right. It's like, look, if you post something that I don't agree with, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to change my opinion. So, no. and, and, and yelling louder about it in all caps is not, 
it's definitely not going to do that. So, uh, no. Yeah, definitely. Especially you no, know, unless you actually take the word facts and you make it all capitals, then you win automatically. <laughs> right, of course. Even if it's not actually a fact, it doesn't matter. Yep, you, you use all caps exactly. facts. You're right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, good yeah. stuff. Good stuff. Okay, again, this week we're talking with Mr. Bob Clark, and um, you can find out more about his. And we're going to find out more in the second segment here. But you can find out more about what he does now. He's not a political consultant any longer, as I alluded to earlier. He's now he's in the podcasting game, and he helps generate leads and revenue off of podcasting. So we're going to find out more about that during the second segment. But you can find out more about him specifically at secretsalessauce.com. Or follow him on LinkedIn at the Bob Hatter. Come back after the break on Mr. Biz Radio. Business owners have a continually growing to-do list with little time for revenue-producing activities. With Check Off Your List and their experienced team of virtual assistants, you can focus on growing your business. Visit checkoffyourlist.com to learn how Check Off Your List skilled team can handle your day-to-day tasks like social media, bookkeeping, calendar maintenance, and much more. Contact Check Off Your List at checkoffyourlist.com or call 888-262-1249 to see how their virtual assistants can help you live to work rather than work to live. Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solution subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. If you are interested, please email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com. Don't hesitate, because there are limited spots available. To submit questions to the show, email them to info at MrBizSolutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right. Welcome back to Mr. Biz Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. And it's time for Mr. Biz Tip of the Week. And this week's tip is the quickest way to improve your cash flow is to shorten your payable receivable cycle. I know anyone who's listened to the show for any length of time has probably heard me say that, I don't know, 413,000 times, but... Um, that is the first place to start. Now, there's a whole bunch of different things, and that's a whole nother. We've actually even done a show on that um, at one point or another. So if you have missed that, go back and check out the archives. But um, that is the place to start with improving your cash flow and uh, hopefully make you sleep a little better at night. So that's Mr. Biz Tip of the Week. All right, and I should mention, again, you're listening to Mr. Biz Radio, brought to you by Capital Plus. Capital Plus removes the hassles of balancing cash flow by becoming your full-service credit and collections department. All right, so back into our discussion with Mr. Bob Clark. Again, you can find out more about him specifically at secretsalessauce.com or definitely follow him on LinkedIn. So you'll see as we get into the some of the meat of what he does now. And again, in the third segment, he's going to give us some tips on how to utilize some of the things that he does. But definitely follow him on uh, LinkedIn, the Bob Hatter. Um, he has done, uh, and I'm, I'm going to get the number wrong now because I'm a little outdated, but I know you, you, he's done greater than 400 episodes of his podcast, and we're going to talk a little bit, little bit about that now. So, so tell us. Uh, so you political consultant for six years. You decide things are they, they, it's getting hot in the kitchen. It's going to get hotter and hotter, and there's going to be a grease fire that you don't want to deal with. Um, and so you move right. out of that. So how do you decide what you're going to do next? So what happened was is that uh, my two business partners. We had a fire in our city, and they lost their business. And so we had some cash flow. They, you might two best partners. So all of us talked, 
and we decided to start a consulting company where we call people, clients over the phone and turn those phone calls into video testimonials. Okay. So what happened was, is I'm talking to my coach and I tell her that I've always wanted to do a podcast and it's been years. She says, great, you have 24 hours to start, to have your first episode scheduled. <laughs> I like it. I like it. And, yeah. So I'm processing. I says, what do I not like about most podcasting? Most podcasts, they make them long and they're not really structured very well. Mm-hmm. And they give you a ton of homework. I actually was had one person with me on their podcast and she wanted me to post for a week every day in her Facebook group. Oh, geez. <laughs> so just, just stuff like that. So I'm like, no. So I'm like, I'm going to make it very simple. So that's why I decided it's going to be six questions in eight minutes because I'm eight minutes and eight seconds because 808 looks like Bob. So that was the other podcast I did previously, the 808 podcast. Right. And through that podcast, we got 90% of our clients just awesome. through, through the networking side of it. Yeah, yeah. Yep. We decided that that business there wasn't scalable because basically to train phone callers was just a nightmare. And so we decided we, we still have that business, but we're not really pushing it. You know, like we'll do the calls ourselves. We'll get the right client. Mm-hmm. But we're like, okay, well, if we're not going to do that, let's do something else. And I was like, well, this podcast that we're doing is working really well for me. I've, you know, I'm basically a huge fan of coaches who eat their own dog food. <laughs> right. So like, let's start training other businesses how to do the exact same thing. And so now I got clients that are loving it. I actually, one of my clients, he's averaging $3,000 every podcast he does. Oh, wow. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. So now he's high ticket. He does, he does custom app work, mm-hmm. but he says that basically he's averaging right now 3000 a podcast. Wow. So any of you out there listening right now, if you have a podcast and you weren't, you're only half paying attention before, uh, hopefully that piqued your interest uh, because that's amazing. First of all, second of all, if you were thinking about, man, I've always kind of wanted to do a podcast, you, that should definitely pique your interest as well. Because again, we're, we're going to find out a little bit more how Bob was able to scale this thing, um, and even some about his 808. Because that's what the uh, I was on the 808 with him, um, gee, several months ago now. But um, and and how that worked, and how what he's doing now. And then again, like I said in the third segment, we're going to talk about some of his tips on how to make all this all this work. And maybe you can get to that point, too. Um, as, they, as they say, though, Bob, all results are not typical. Uh, <laughs> right. Just because you're listening to Bob right now doesn't mean you're going to start a podcast and, and average $3,000 of revenue per podcast. But um, it is possible. It all depends on the product you have. I have other people that are financial planners, and they're loving it. They're not making $3,000 a podcast because, you know, they, the, the, basically what they're selling isn't as high of a ticket. Mm-hmm. But they're loving it because now they go to a networking event. Instead of saying I'm a financial planner, and then someone says, "Oh, I know what you do. I don't want to talk to you. I'm going to ghost you." Mm-hmm. They now say I have a podcast where I interview your know, local influencers with six questions in this many minutes. Would you like to be on? Right, that's huge. And it's funny you say that because I've got a, a friend of the family who is a financial advisor, and he had asked me. This has been a year or so ago now, but he had asked me for some help, and he said, uh, "I said, okay, well, when you come up to me, if you didn't know me and you came up to me at a networking event, what would you say?" And he said, well, I would say, hi, my name is <clears throat> fill in the blank, John, and I'm a financial advisor. And I, I started snoring. I said, you just, you just lost me. I said, I, 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 I didn't hear anything else that you heard from, uh, you said from then on, because I just have already talked to four of you uh, in the last 15 minutes because networking events are, you know, filled with financial advisors. I said, don't tell people you're a financial advisor. And he said, well, I don't want to lie to people. I'm like, you got to have something else. That is the perfect um, hook to get someone past the fact that, oh, you're a financial advisor, and they listen to actually what you're going to tell them next. 
that, that, that it's, that's the idea of the hook is what we're telling people is let's look at your sales funnel. Because, again, like financial planners, their sales funnels, they want to get you to a one-on-one meeting to talk about finance. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we say we add, one, we, add, we add one additional step to the top of the funnel. You get them on your podcast first. Because it only takes 15 minutes to record with soundcheck, you don't have 15 minutes to talk to them. Think of it as a mini, let's get to know each other for a coffee after a networking event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you, tell them, you, you ask them what they do. They tell you, you tell them what they do, and you do that enough times, you get money. Yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. And I mean, I know that's why, especially when you were back when you were doing the 808, uh, you know, you've crying out loud again. I know you did more than 400 of them because uh, some of the listeners of the show have heard uh, Chris Borja, who's been on the show on, on Mr. Biz Radio several times um, and is a local guy here to Columbus, Ohio. Um, I believe Chris was your 400, if I'm not mistaken. That is correct. So I stopped doing that one around 450. And the reason being is that, I mean, if you guys are listening to the old episodes, basically I'm playing William Shatner on cocaine. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a, I'm, basically, I talk the entire time like this when I am on the podcast. Sometimes I speed up or I will slow down. Right. <laughs> and the, pro- the problem is that now that I'm going towards enterprise clients, when you're talking to IBM like that, they don't appreciate it. Ah, yeah, that makes sense. So what I did was is I switched it up to a little more professional style, which is why I'm doing the ticket sales sauce right now. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, that's another that's another good lesson in entrepreneurship. Um, you know, sometimes you got to bob and weave uh, throughout the process, and you know, things that were, are working well sometimes get to a point where they don't work well for whatever reason. You gotta you gotta you know make changes and move on, and and obviously you've done that. So. Um, we've only got about a minute left in the segment, so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw a little quick one at you. Okay. What is your favorite failure? My favorite failure. Ooh, that is a good one. There. I would probably say my favorite failure is when um, I was trying to get a big um, internet deal with uh, political consulting. Mm-hmm. And I, it, what happened was, is the meeting was happening when I was getting evacuated from a big fire that happened in our city. Mm-hmm. And they said, basically, you either do it now or you don't get it. You, know, you don't get the meeting. Did the meeting, so literally I'm on a headset while I'm running around evacuating. And still didn't get it, but I'm like, you know what? That really was a good failure point for me because it made me realize I didn't want to be in that industry. Ah, okay. All right. Yeah, no, that's def- that's definitely a good, a good quote-unquote failure. Um, good stuff, good stuff. All right, well, again, this week we're talking with Mr. Bob Clark, and you can find out more about him at SecretSalesSauce.com, and he's going to give us our tips in the next segment. Are you frustrated with trying to grow your business? You're not alone, because the business growth experts at TriTraction are here to help. TriTraction's proven business systems, marketing, and sales formula has helped many businesses like yours achieve amazing results. Could your company benefit from explosive sales growth and a huge jump in website traffic? Call 800-719-4281 today for a free consultation with the business growth experts at TriTraction. That's 800-719-4281. Systems plus marketing plus sales equals business growth. Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solutions subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. If you are interested, please email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com. Don't hesitate, because there are limited spots available. 
check out both of Mr. Business National best-selling books, Pathway to Profits, and How to Be a Cash Flow Pro on Amazon. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right, welcome back to Mr. Biz Radio with me, Mr. Biz Ken Wentworth, and we are talking again this week with Mr. Bob Clark of Secret Sales Sauce, um, and he is going to help us. So you've you've he's tantalizingly teased us a little bit with some of the things that he does, and he's been able to do with podcasts. So I'm, I'm sure some of you, especially, were piqued with the uh, the fact that he's got a client that's averaging. $3,000 of revenue every time he does a podcast, which is absolutely amazing. So uh, with all of that, Bob, give us some tips. So for the folks out there that maybe have a podcast now and or the folks that are considering having one, um, give us some tips on how to use a podcast to get more of those one-on-ones and, and drive some revenue. Well, when most people do podcasts, they focus on it as a marketing piece. You know, look at me, I have this podcast, I'm doing these long interviews with people, and that part's there. Mm-hmm. I tell people, focus on building a podcast for the networking. So that's why they're short. That's why I tell people, make a podcast less than 10 minutes. And for me, I actually make mine eight minutes, because then I can post them into LinkedIn as a video. Mm-hmm. Because LinkedIn only allows videos that are nine minutes and 59 seconds, which gives me a little bit of buffer on both ends, so I'm not really stressed on time. Yeah, And now I, now I can use LinkedIn's algorithm to say, hey, this video is actually uploaded to LinkedIn, not linking out to another site. Makes perfect sense, yep. Yes. And so with that there, so now my entire focus of my podcast is, granted, I do get marketing out of it. I do get invites to under interviews because that there. My focus is purely the networking, which is why I make it so short. Because I have people that say, well, I have a podcast that's you know, 30 minutes, and I do it for networking. Well, how many episodes do you do a week? Well, I do one a week. Well, I do six a day sometimes. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but I can do them because, again, it takes 30 minutes. Right. And it's done. Mm-hmm. And because also because they're short, there's no editing involved. You know, that part there. So literally to post an episode, if I'm slow, it takes me five minutes. <laughs> right, right. If you, if you do it left-handed and with your eyes closed. Pretty much then, that, then it's done. Podcast is done. And that includes saying the message out, hey, your episode's live, like, share, and all that fun stuff there. Mm-hmm. So the idea is a shorter podcast is focused on the networking side. Also, another thing is make the questions the same every single time. Interesting. Make okay. it very easy. That way you don't have to think. You don't have to have people fill out forms that answer all these different questions, which takes time for you to look at, prepare. With me, literally, when I do a podcast, it's five minutes beforehand looking at their website just to get a one-on-one idea of what they do. Gotcha. Okay. And then now the podcast takes 15 minutes. At the end, I'll tell someone, I'll say, well, okay, now the podcast is done. I like to use the next 15 minutes to get to know each other. But if you're busy, that's okay. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you, I've, I've cracked, I've done the numbers. 98.5% of people want to network afterwards. Yeah, and you know what? I, I would guess, honestly, Bob, a big part of that is uh, the good old rule of reciprocity, right? I mean, yeah. some, someone's probably very appreciative that you had them on the show, um, that you were able to appear. I'm sure they had a good time, right? You're, you're a fun guy. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm actually, even though that number is astonishingly high, I'm a little surprised it's not 100%. There are some people it happens, but, again, it's very, very rare. And then the best part is out of that 15 minutes, 90% of those people will ask me what I do. Mm-hmm. So instead of me having to say what I do, they'll be like, well, what do you do, Bob? Do you just do podcasting, that part there? And then I can tell them about what I do. 
I'm listening for buying signals. Kind of like if you go if you go out to coffee with someone at a networking event, you don't want to pull out your portfolio. I've been to those and they're they're brutal. When someone pulls down, they're hard selling you the entire time you're having coffee with them. Right. Yep. So I'm listening for buying signals. Someone's showing enough interest, and then I say, "Well, here's what I would suggest. Why don't we set up another meeting?" to where we can really dive into detail, I'll send you some information, and I can really give you a more detailed explanation of what we do, because it's something that no one else does. It, it, and then is, they either say yes or no, and they say yes, click schedule them to that meeting, and that's where now they got into the next part of the sales funnel. If they say, no, that's okay, I have, I've done six of these today, who cares? Right, right. Yeah, I mean, you're casting a wide net, um, and again, you're... To you, especially when you're doing the volume that you're doing, again, it's it makes it really easy. And I, I would imagine that on the receiving end of that, it's it's easy as well. It's because again, you're not doing a hard push, you're not doing a hard sale. Because again, you're listening for some cues in there, as well as you know. To your point, it's not like oh my gosh, I got to close five out of six of these people to you know get money on five out of six that I do a day, uh, or I'm gonna you no. know can't pay my rent or whatever. Um, so. You know, I think that that process actually works well, and you're exactly right. And I'll tell you, I did um, your the new version of your podcast with your business partner, and that's exactly how it ran. So you guys have a very consistent approach, I'll tell you, as far as not just the the questions and things like that, but even the networking afterwards and speaking with her to say, hey, you know, she she was asking me what I did, and of course, what do I do? Without being prompted, exactly. I said, well, so so tell me about what you guys do, you know. <laughs> Um, so it worked exactly like that. And again, I did not feel pressured whatsoever. Um, it was a good conversation and I learned a, a lot about what you guys do. And that's, you know, again, part of what said, made me say, gosh, I got to have Bob on the show. Exactly. And that's the idea there is make it so you tell people what you do. And that's what, another thing that we train people on is how do you get your 30 second commercial concise? Because again, you get your 30 seconds, that's it there. And then what do you do when you start what, – what are buying signals? Like what does someone say? I'll tell you one that's not. When someone says that's nice, that means they have zero interest. <laughs> really? <that's> okay. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, whenever someone says that's nice, that's when I get the call done really quickly. Yeah. What's the, what's the number one – on the flip side of that, what's the number one uh, sign that, you, you know, when someone's – semantics or anything like that that someone says that you're like, oh, okay, they're, they're, they're at least – have some warm interest here? Three questions. Okay. Did I lose you there? So let me explain that here. You, I tell you what I do. You ask me a question. I explain it shortly. You ask me another one. I explain that one. You ask me a third one. That is a, three, that is a major buying signal. Gotcha. Okay. So I, if I'm inquisitive enough that I've asked you three, three different questions about what you do, then that's, that's a, that makes a lot of sense that, that, that would indicate yep. that someone's pretty interested in what you're doing and, and, uh, what you've told them thus far. Otherwise, like you said, they would maybe at the end of the second question, they say, that's nice. And you go, okay, great. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty much that part there. Once they stop engaging with you, they don't have interest. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Makes it's, like a, it's like a date. Either, I, I, again, I've been on dates where she, I keep asking questions and I get one word answers and there's no back and forth. That's a bad date. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yep. Check, please. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. Now, that makes a lot of sense. Um, what, what would you say is the number one um, mistake that people make when they're uh, you know, going to create a podcast? What's the number one thing that you see that as you're coaching folks 
that if they already have one or or they're getting ready to start one, they say, hey, I'm going to charge off and do A, B, and C. And you go, no, 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 that's the number one thing not to do. They think if they do a long-form podcast, they're going to make money off ads. Ah. I'll tell you right now that you need to have a very large audience to make anything remotely would pay for even a Starbucks coffee cup. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, no, so, I think I think that makes a lot there. of sense. Yeah, that's art there. And also the idea being is that they're going to do a marketing piece and make money now. Yeah, that's, I mean, again, the marketing piece, you can do that for a long-term play. But yeah, to your point, that's definitely, definitely not a an immediate return on, on the time and the, the, the effort you're putting in. Right, yeah. So most podcasts are long-term plays. And that is not a bad thing. I am not saying that long-term plays are bad. It's just don't go in saying, I, I want to get a short-term infusion of cash, cash into my business and then do a long-term play. Right. Yeah, you're not going to start a podcast and expect that results we, you had mentioned earlier of getting $3,000 a podcast by you know having a marketing piece. Again, that's not going to happen. It might happen over a few years or something, but uh, yeah, there's definitely a much longer play. Right. Now, if you're doing a podcast based on networking and lead gen, then yes, you can. If you have the product that can provide that service. Well, again, like he's selling, you know, 50K apps. Right. Yeah. So, you know, that part, you know, the part there. So that's why he's averaging $3,000 every single podcast. Gotcha. But other clients that are averaging, you know, somewhere about 500 to to 1000 Yeah. Yeah. Which is still fantastic. It depends, yeah. It depends on what are you selling. Gotcha. Well, really, really good stuff, Bob. I really appreciate you coming on again. This, this week's guest, if you haven't heard me say already, is Mr. Bob Clark of... On Fire Ignites, and you can find out more information at secretsalesauce.com. Bob, I really appreciate you coming on. Hey, you're welcome. Thanks for, thanks for having me on, Mr. Mr. Biz. Absolutely. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks to our show sponsor, Capital Plus. Have a great week, and don't forget, cash flow is king. This has been Mr. Biz Radio, sponsored by Capital Plus, a division of United Capital Funding Group. Capital Plus is your trusted resource for commercial financing and accounts receivable management. They've been providing working capital to businesses nationally for more than 27 years. Learn more about them at capplus.com forward slash Mr. Biz. Or to schedule a free consultation, call 855-522-3951.